Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Star vs. the Force of Evil, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Michelle Ander. Hello. And Andy Potter. Hello. Uh, we are talking more Star vs. the Force of Evil Season 3 finale, Divide and Conquer, uh, here. Uh, we had our recap podcast yesterday with Delaney in April. Find that at OverlyAnimated.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes or YouTube to not miss our any of our star podcasts. We'll also have a panel coming up. This is two out of second out of three finale discussions going all out for this huge Star Wars Force People season three finale. And uh, make sure you've seen this. Check out our recap podcast. Uh, spoilers for both episodes, but uh, we're going to get into this. Um, not as much of a recap here. We're going to get dive deeper into some of these big topics coming out of the finale. But since we haven't heard Michelle and Andy's thoughts, let's get those first. Michelle, what did you think of the finale? I liked it a lot more than I thought. I was like very nervous, um, about it, but I feel like we, we dealt with a lot of stuff and it actually felt really satisfying. And just in general, like the fight sequences were awesome. And like there were, were like two things that I had like kind of major criticisms about, but like everything else, I was really happy with. I was even fine with Starco. Like that's how fine I was. Wow! Don't say it like that. Don't yeah. Like, <laughs> that's how I feel. Like even the Starco was fine. Like yeah. maybe better than fine. Implying that Starco so. is not always incredible, but yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. We'll dive. We'll di- remind. Okay, I'll di- we'll dive into t- Michelle's two things later, but I will see see if I can guess them. Uh, Andy, what did you think of the finale? I was really worried about this finale because I didn't really see a clear and a clear conflict going on. Clearly, Meteora wanted right. the throne, but the conflict didn't really seem like a finale, like an hour-long special thing to me. But then we dive down really deep into Star being queen, which I just wasn't expecting. I was really blindsided by all of the parallels between this episode and Moon's flashback episode, and it was just incredible. I loved the first half of this finale like so much i loved seeing star getting more and more worried more and more stressed out and the subsequent way that marco helped her calm down i loved going back to the magic realm that was really cool it really it star has just grown so much since season one in this in these two episodes really just exemplify that and i just love it so much Mm -hmm. i even like season episode two was a little less excited about but it just because it didn't focus on star as much as as the first one but Still, these episodes were great, and I really loved them. I really liked them a lot. Yeah, I think I'm somewhat on Andy's side with the episode one being more interesting to me, which I think is not a consensus opinion with with what everyone... Everyone's talking about Conquer and the last uh, five minutes of Conquer and everything going on there. And that was, uh, like, production values-wise, absolutely incredible. And probably still the better episode, but um, just the first half of Divide, seeing Star as Queen, that was just uh, really great. Yeah, I I was was really liking that. Um, yeah, so what, how about, uh, like one aspect, uh, that jumps out at you from the finale you think you're going to like remember most or the thing you like the most, Michelle? Uh, well, I mean, I don't want, I don't want to talk too much about like the last five minutes of the second episode, but I will say one thing that surprised me that I appreciated was that they took the time to like when, when Marco decides like, oh, well, like I can, I can deal with Meteora while you try to find your mom and, and start being like, I don't know, Marco, like, I don't think you're like that cool. And he's like, did you forget that I've been like, you know, like training with Hekapu for like hundreds of years like how long did he say it was longer than i thought i thought he'd been there for like maybe 30 years or something apparently it's even longer than that no, um and they have said, i think he said like 30 yeah he said he referenced yeah. his, his early 30s earlier yeah it was good mm-hmm. 
And they oh, had yeah. the ex- like the extended sequence where she was like throwing everything she had at him, and he was like doing great. And I was like, oh my god, I'm like really glad they took the time to build this up so it felt more plausible. And like you definitely see the like they've both like grown, but like Marco's grown a lot too. And it felt like a moment that really highlighted that. And I, I actually just really appreciated that. I really liked that moment, like as a standalone. Um, so. I I mean that's not the highest thing on my list, but like I'm really glad they included that. Yeah. So you so you like uh showcasing uh the growth of Marco, basically. Yeah. yeah. And like well both of them, but just like yeah, that they took the time to really like, oh Marco, like look at all the stuff he can do now. Like that's awesome. He's not just the karate guy anymore. Like I really liked that. <laughs> not just uh, the karate guy. He's a, he'll always be uh, yeah. I, I always <laughs> forget always about the that, karate he's guy. More than yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um but uh, yeah, uh, Andy, you already talked about uh, Star being queen. Any uh, another aspect that jumped out at you? I really, in, besides like the last five minutes of this whole thing, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the Star's ability to plan ahead. Her ability to like leave herself all these notes and recordings when she went to the Magic Realm to remind herself yeah. what she was there to do. It really felt like this great, like I was speaking of before, it felt like this great progression of her character. Like she, she feels like she's actually learning. This feels like a character that's not sitting in one place and. I really enjoy that. I really feel like Star is growing a lot more than she thinks she is. She always this these episodes were about how Star doesn't feel like she's ready to be queen, how she's not ready to do a lot of things, but these episodes were kind of exemplifying why she is ready. She's showing all these great traits that we have not really seen pay off yet until now. Yeah. Um and kind of uh, along this line, uh, we already mentioned it here and we did talk about it a little bit. In uh, the recap podcast, I think shout out to April for this and that uh, this this uh, this first episode, the the first uh, 11 minute segment directly parallels Moon the Undaunted, uh, the episode from earlier this season, Uh, Mm -hmm. just in terms of uh, in terms of general star being thrust into being queen like Moon was in that episode. But also there's even like specific shots that are exactly the same. They both got to like dialogue like stars line, which is like everyone's looking to me for answers like her mom said the exact same thing. Yeah, I think, I think this show does this more than we realize, and we don't always catch it. Um, yeah, but, it's entirely possible. Yeah, but uh, I, th- I think that's really awesome uh, parallel to do. That it was a great episode, and it, it's yeah. I think to me, like other than just how um, like incredibly animated and sound wise, the end of the finale was the thing that like stands out to me in terms of. Uh, like something that they've done that they haven't done before is just how well we highlighted stars characterization in the midst of like all this stuff happening, I think. And we've already dug into that a lot, but yeah, focusing on her being queen. um, And then just the, uh, even, even after that uh, and everything else she was doing um, the, her, the, her preparing with the, the putting all the phones and like her shoes and stuff. That was a great observation as well. Um, So yeah, I I, I think that was, uh, that's what really jumps out at me, but let's, Let's dive into these uh, the the big things that are happening at the end. We can circle back to some of the character stuff, but I I need to get your guys' thoughts on on uh-huh. uh, on Eclipsa <laughs> and what's going on here because we were very unsure on the recap whether Eclipsa was acting um, badly <laughs> with with malice <laughs> or not at the end. Um, she just leaves. So what's up with Eclipsa, Michelle? Uh, I mean, I guess there are multiple ra- ways to read it, but like, I'm pretty inclined to think she just wants to go have her own life and not rule and just like be with her monster boo and her transformed into an infant child again. Uh, you know, it, like, she, she has the want. Again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, she has the wand, which might be a problem. I'm not sure. But she also needed the wand to decrystallize her boo. So it makes sense that she took it for that, at least for now. But, like, I think she kind of, like, doesn't want the throne so much as she just wants to go live her life. The thing that she seems to always have wanted and that everyone was just not okay with before. So I think she might be, like, out of the game for a while. And I'm kind of <laughs> happy for her. Like, I don't, she has, she, like, she stopped her kid from destroying everything if she really wanted the throne. Like, I feel like she wouldn't have done that. So I think it's pretty clear she's on Star's side. But she also, like, at this point, she wants to go do her own thing and just, like, have a life and have a family. Yeah, and I okay. think that's, like, super fine. Okay, so you definitely, you, you think that she's not, this isn't some plot to take back Muni. But that being said, um, do you think that she was manipulating the situation so that she could arrive back at this place where she can get her family back? Do you think that um, even if the place she's arriving at is sympathetically, do you think that she was manipulative before that? I mean, it would have to be like pretty subtle because I can't think of any like really specific things pointing to that. It, just seeing how this finale panned out the finale was the last thing i thought like well maybe like it'll reveal something really sneaky about her and it'll all make sense but then it didn't and if it couldn't commit to that in the finale i really think she's just like she's pretty okay as a person i don't really think she has an agenda anymore yeah that i see i would say that except that she takes the she's given the wand she's given the wand but then she uh leaves and uh like like uh if she doesn't just uh leave and act of her own accord and uh ignore star at the end then uh, i would definitely be on board that the show is not depicted her that way like sneakily at all but you know i don't mm-hmm. know i don't know how to reconcile her actions at the end with that the viewpoint that the show has mostly given us of her just being uh like a good person I mean, I I guess good person's objective, right? I don't think she's going to be a threat to Star or the other humans, I guess. Like, it seems like she, the reason she needed the want to me seemed to be just, like, to decrystallize her boo. And then, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. They might, like, check in with her again be like, so, so you left, so, so you don't want the throne? What, what's going on? Like, they might have to talk about it. But it doesn't seem like she wants it at this point. It seems like she just wants to be with her family. And the fact that her daughter just transformed into a baby and didn't outright get destroyed seems to also because like that was the major conflict, right? It, it was Meteora who was behind like all this like reclaiming the throne. It was never really Eclipsa. Mm-hmm. That wasn't her thing. So, so now that she's a baby and she can raise her again to to not be as mean, I guess, or whatever. Like it just seems like she wants a fresh start. She wants to start. She didn't have a thousand years ago and she finally gets it. And yeah, I just think that's like great for her, you know. Do you, do you but, think she did? She <laughs> think she did that on purpose? Uh, Meteora becoming a baby. Uh, I mean, it's hard to say, right? We don't know much about how her spells work. We've only seen them once with Moon using one, so I don't know if she meant to or not. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But it could have been an accident. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it certainly is presented as an accident in the episode, at least from Star's yeah. perspective. Yeah, Star's really surprised. Yeah. Okay, Andy, um, Eclipsa, uh, friend or foe, where are you standing after the finale? I think the thing is, there's some things that are not mutually exclusive here. We mm-hmm. Eclipsa can be trying to just have her family. That can be something that's happening, but that's not necessarily mutually exclusive from her being an antagonist future in the future. Like It could just be that her ideal world, her world that doesn't include being Queen of Muni, 
runs against what Star wants from Muni. That could just still happen. That could still be a thing. Also, yeah. we don't. We also don't know what Globcore wants. We don't know what he True. wants. Right, right. Yeah. So that, that that's also an important part of this puzzle because we don't know how he acts. We really don't know any of his personality. Really, we don't know what he's going to do as soon as he's unfrozen. He could be a lot more mad than Eclipse is. Okay, so let's say Eclipse definitely just wants to get her family back, right? Okay, that's yes. that's I I don't I don't contest that as much. But what was she manipulating everyone around her in order to get to that point? Again, same question I asked think, Michelle. Oh, sorry, I didn't touch on that, but I think yes, I am pretty convinced that she wanted that because she obviously knew where Globcore was. She obviously knew that he was frozen, and she obviously knows that you need a. She she specifically needs a wand to unfreeze him. So with all those things together, I think it's pretty clear that she was trying to manipulate events so that she could get a wand. I don't think she thought it would happen this exact way. I don't think she thought that it would happen while she's also defeating her daughter and while Star is like essentially dying. But I think she did think that she would convince Star to give her the wand for some reason. And now she has Globcore, so I, I think it's pretty obvious that she's been manipulating people this whole time. Where are we getting the wand thing needed to unfreeze Globcore? Because, I don't think that was explicitly Well, I think said. you need magic, and I don't think, and unlike the butterflies, I don't think Eclipsa has inherent magic. Yeah, um, Total Eclipse of the Moon. Did she, did we say that Eclipsa can't use magic without her wand? Is that, was that what we said in that episode? I, I don't remember. I don't know. I don't I, remember. Moon can, and I, th- I assume she couldn't. But yeah, okay. So probably she needs the wand to unfreeze it. Um, yeah, I, so I, I said this on the recap. My big frustration with this finale is that um, we're still, I, I still don't understand Eclipse's motivations, and I don't understand whether she's acting with malice or not. And this is the same exact spot we're in after Battle for Muni. Um, And, uh, like, really, this applies to a lot. Everything else that happens at the end of the finale, it was all cool, Mm -hmm. but none of it makes any sense. (laughs) It it just doesn't feel like a season finale. This feels like a mid-season finale to me, because it feels like we left a lot more questions unanswered than I was expecting. I mean, I think this is Star's version of a season finale. I don't... I guess. To be honest, I haven't ever really connected too much with the show's finales like i think that it's it gets the epicness of it but it doesn't um it, it's fina- stars finales never punctuate the season like i don't think this was like a great conclusion to the entire season three but at least the other two seasons if i remember correctly because again like you said they don't really pop as well as some other shows but they also the other seasons usually put forward new questions i don't feel like this season finale even did that i don't have new questions for the show i just have like okay what did we not answer anything we had like running through this entire season like just, just it just continues yeah. the previous questions basically yeah. yeah also like where is moon i guess is the the that, new question yeah. yeah i mean that's one that's of one question. of ten yeah <laughs> yeah it's one of ten <laughs> so yeah it's it's um i'm seeing some takes like conquers like the best episode of the show and stuff and i i and I feel bad not loving it as much as everyone else because I think that it's some of the best like uh, pro- production work the show has done, the end of Conquer. But uh, I, I just I, I don't connect with it narratively. There's there's nothing there's nothing that's sta- that's like there's nothing definitive. There's no like movement. Um, yeah. It's just a bunch of stuff. I mean, we can go over the other questions that were. <laughs> That that were arose after the the end of Conquer. Uh, we have uh, where's what's up with Moon? Uh, did Star lose her magic forever? Um, what's up with this Globcore yeah. guy? Uh, where did where did Glossaric go? 
Um, and uh, well, he I, went. I assume I'm assuming because Eclipse is the rightful queen, he's like he's tied to her now. Okay, let's so talk about. I haven't, I haven't heard that take yet. Let's talk about Glasserick then, um, because we have this crazy moment with Glasserick where um, <laughs> whoa, says, uh, Glasserick. Not- now I'm a little mad, Glasserick. I was not as mad at him as everyone else, but now I'm kind of like, <laughs> wow. Okay, dude. Said, I've been trying to tell you Globgore this whole time. It's Eclipse's monster lover, and then he leaves. And he's and he's voiced by Keith David now. Um, what did you think of this moment, Michelle? Oh, I mean, it just like made me really frustrated because I kept thinking like something was gonna happen with Glosseric. And then when it did, it was like, oh, I tried to tell you, but you didn't do anything. So, oh, well, goodbye. And so it just, like, felt like a smack to the face, you know? Yeah. So I was miffed about it, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 yeah, Andy, what did you think? I think this just raises the same questions as with Eclipsa, in that does, does Gloucester have a plan here? Did Gloucester yeah, do what's any of this? Plan? Yeah, like, I still am really confused by Glosseric. Like, the, I think the joke was kind of funny with uh, Star referencing his new voice actor, but at the same time, I'm just like, what do you do on this show to begin with? Like, do you, are you doing anything? Are we pushing forward a plot? Are we just trying to make the illusion of a mystery going on? Like, what's? I just want to know where any of these characters stand, and we have not learned that at all yet. Yeah, I thought it was a really stupid moment. To be honest, I think I thought okay. that is that one of your two to- moments, Michelle. Um no, two, two, two oh, man, like. I can't even remember my first one, but the other one I definitely Ta- 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 have Tad. Oh no, not Tad! Wow, not Tad. Okay, we'll talk wow. about Tad at the end. But um, yeah, I I just I did not. It, it this also hurts the finale. I didn't like this moment at all. I mean, I have to assume this was not what their ultimate goal with Glasserk was, and this was necessitated by um forcing the, the them being forced to change voice actors with him, but. I, I don't know. This was it, it came across very as very dumb. I think in like the context he, yeah, of like awesome stuff happening. Has was like a baby when he reincarnated, but now it seems like he's always been a hundred percent. He's just been playing the fool. Yeah, which is stupid. Just yeah. Works. yeah. <laughs> but Dylan, you, has Glosser ever done anything that's not stupid? Yeah, I mean that is that character, so that's true. I mean that's not true though. Like that's what was so great about Gloucester season two. That's why I liked him because he was he was trying so hard to get Star to learn her spells and stuff, and she just didn't care. And it took him leaving for her to like step up and make her own spell book. And I thought like that was the plot thread that was going to continue season three, and we could, we were going to see more stuff with like Star like learning her own magic and getting stronger and that didn't happen and i kept like okay well glossary's back now so we gotta do something about that with him right but then he just didn't and he was just a dumb like glossary because he said one word the whole time yeah nobody knew what it meant and then he left so i'm like well what's gonna happen with that because that was one of my favorite parts about season two and i feel like that is still kind of unresolved so basically he's on way to help star but like this whole season really did not seem like he was trying to help star very much at all. He wasn't, tra- wasn't trying to do anything. I mean, he claims he was trying to help no. at the end. He's like, I was trying to tell you this whole time. But So, yeah, that's I, why I was so upset. I don't believe him that he was trying to tell them the whole time. I feel he was being purposely obtuse because that's just what he does. That's his entire character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's too self-aware to know, like, just saying that would lead them to something. This, I, I mean, honestly, this moment is, was too dumb for me to feel the need to, like, actually read into 
what what it was like i don't care like it's like i don't i'm not i don't feel feel like discussing what it it seems like it was just thrown in at the end here it doesn't seem like it was built up at all so i don't know if there was an intended an intended precursor to it and like michelle was saying at least there was like some underpinning of motivation with glasser prior to this on the show and this season it completely uh, dropped it so yeah that's what really makes me sad like if you're gonna bring glasser back and have him in the background for an entire season do something with him <laughs> Yeah, this is our but huge then, payoff to him being a baby the whole season. No, that's bad. Like, would it? I think I'd be okay. With, I think I'd be more okay with it if he didn't actually speak at the end. He just kept saying Globcore, and then we just kind of learned that Eclipse's monster boo was yeah. Globcore. Like, if he was but, still like a baby, but yeah. like trying to help them, but like there was a reason he couldn't tell them more because like, he hadn't developed back to his full like hundred percent or whatever. But that wasn't even the reason. So it just felt awful. Yeah. Once, once, once he starts speaking logically, it's like everything else the season makes makes no sense. It just makes yeah, no yeah. sense why he couldn't tell them earlier. Yeah, it's just it's just stupid. So I don't yeah. know. We'll see if yeah. we see him next season. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, but we, you but you would take Michelle that he's going back to Eclipsa. Yeah, he 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 belongs to Eclipsa I mean, now he, because he's the ruling queen. He Mary Poppins away. I think it's pretty clear that he was imitating her and following. Mm-hmm. Her. I don't. Exactly. I mean, I don't think that was clear, yeah. but I think that's. A I, 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 I think it was implied. How about that, Dylan? It could have been intended to be implied. I didn't have that. I, I definitely noticed that it was the same thing happening. Yeah, the fact that they ch- I, they went through the effort of changing voice actors means we'll we'll see more of Glosseric. So we'll get resolution to. <laughs> Aren't you excited? More Glosseric. Yeah, I'm really. Fully once, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess, I guess I, she has I'm the skeptical now. Yeah, I, I, Eclipse has the wand. That means she need the classic goes to whoever is the wand, right? Because he's tied to the wand. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Why is he tied to the that? wand and tied to the book? I thought he was only tied to the book that he burned. Yeah, I mean, that's what I thought too. But it seems like it. it it's both okay. like who has the book of spells, but then also who is like the next in charge of the throne. So. Uh, Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, if it's the wand, clearly he should go to Eclipse. If it's who's um, th- who's the queen, then it's I mean, Star is yeah. the queen. So it, I don't know it's why a little I'd more leave. murky because we don't really understand quite what happened <laughs> in the past. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, what about Globcore? Uh, the <laughs> Glo- <laughs> the the, the monster husband. <laughs> yeah, Michelle, are you excited? For Globgore coming oh, next season. Absolutely. That's the reunion of the, the entire show. This is that when that happens. But um, we don't actually know anything about him except what the High Commission thinks of him and that Eclipsa loves him. That's like the two things. So I don't know how much there's to go on. I mean, I do like um, Andy's thought that maybe he's the one who's going to like want revenge on the throne now and take meteor's place as being that kind of antagonist and have it not be like maybe eclipse wants to stay out of it still but he's like super mad about it and he wants revenge so maybe let's do something with him yeah andy any hot globcore takes hot glob- no, nothing i don't know if there is any hot globcore who's takes. gonna who's gonna voice <laughs> globcore who's your pick oh who's my pick on voice oh my God. clearly well Oh, we're, like we're, we were talking on the Discord. Uh, April suggested I- Idris Elba voices. Okay, Barbara. that's pretty good. Yeah. I was that's like, good. all that's popping into my head is bad choices, so I'm not going to say them. 
should Danny DeVito voice club? Yeah, no, no, Dylan. It's like voice. Danny DeVito would be so amazing. No, that's not a bad choice. Take that back. That would be a by no, bad, bad I bet like I was thinking like Justin Roiland, like nope, that's not right. That's not <laughs> Just, at all. Dude, Justin Roiland should definitely voice club. That would be great. <laughs> God. Alex Hirsch, yeah, yes. Well, I mean, he was just he was just the goblin guy, so I don't think we'll get Alex Hirsch for that. He could do it too. Why not? I want to keep having an old man voice if he would if he voices Clubcore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Who, okay, um, that's, oh, no, that's... J.K. Simmons, Dylan. J.K. Simmons, obviously, it's gonna that'd be so be much great. Voice. Oh my god, that'd be so distracting. He he's yeah. like so many like iconic animated male characters now. Ten, so ten, many ten, universes. Tenzin monster. Yeah, it'd be great, know, right? Let's do it. Okay, so we'll see Glob, what, what, what's happening with Globcore. Um, let's talk Star's powers, uh, because okay. she does this thing where she okay. takes this orange ball out of her her body and sends it at uh, Meteora and stuns Meteora. And she says uh, that um, you want what, you want my powers so much to have them? Or, yeah, you want my power? Take it, she says. So... Um, there's kind of been two interpretations here among the fandom, one of which is Star's gotten rid of her, all of her magic. Interpretation number two, Star didn't really get of her magic. She was just, she didn't really get rid of it. It was just temporary and to stun her and then she'll have her magic back after. I mean, and, she pulled it out of her body. It seemed like kind of a permanent thing. Yeah, I mean, I said this on the recap. Moon does a similar move in the season two finale and she does not lose her powers at all. Um... The, in in this finale, it's animated more like she's losing her, at least like coming out of her, and it's like orange, the color of her butterfly, and she like goes out of the butterfly form. Andy, it seems like you read this as her losing her her magic. I did. It's just like they paired like a really confusingly animated sequence with a really confusing with a really confusing one liner, and it's just like I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'm I'm on the side of the fence that she lost her powers, but. I could easily see that I'm wrong, just to be clear. But I think we're going down a path where Star doesn't have magic, at least for a little bit at the beginning of season four, which I think might be interesting with her just trying to be queen. Like, we drop away a couple of other stress factors in Star's life. We focus on her being queen for a little bit. Then she somehow gets her magic back. That's the path I'm kind of seeing us on, if it's true. Otherwise, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, well, let's break down yeah, what Star losing. Let, let's it break is it down. Really what, what does Star losing her magic mean? So, number one, she does magic with her wand. Um, yeah, she doesn't have her wand yeah. anymore, so she has that. Exactly. That's, that's not a problem. Um, yeah. she's, number two, she has her butterfly form, uh, where she can turn. She did this in the finale. She turned the butterfly. She can cast with. I think without her wand. I don't. Totally yeah, yeah, yeah. She can. Okay, so. That's like the big thing is, are we going to lose that or not? Number three, um, Moon can do magic without her wands. There's probably some innate sense of magic within her, whether it's yeah. bestowed upon her um, by the wand or bestowed upon her by like genetics or by the royal lineage. Um, that that part isn't really relevant because she doesn't know how to use it outside of the butterfly form, any, butterfly form anyway, I think. Plus, they're not really royalty. That's the thing that kind of like, once we learned that, I got super confused about the butterfly forms because I thought like, okay, this is like an aristocracy. This is like a special thing the ruling class has. They can turn into these huge butterfly people. But is that just a thing you get if you're a human period? That's like a huge yeah. question to me. Is that special to them or not? Okay, I have, a, I have a response to all of this. Star's not, they're not really royalty. Exactly. Uh, I, have a, I, have a, I have a thing about this. 
no, okay, what's no, your, what's kings, no one is actually royalty. It's all yeah. arbitrary based on who sees this power. I, There's no true yeah. royal lineage. The Eclipsa Meteor lineage was probably seized and not directly from anyone else. I, I think this is all nonsense. Like all of royalty is is arbitrary. So I, I don't the, I don't see why her, her being from a peasant should affect uh, whatever. I think also to support that, Dylan, like looking at the real world, like there's like look at the dynasties in China. There have been multiple different dynasties of multiple different families. Like when there have been multiple times in history where monarchies have been supplanted by new monarchies of different families. Like that just happens all the time. Mm-hmm. But has anyone ever looked back and like, that's not a real king? Like we look back and we're like, oh, that's just a new set of kings and queens. That's just what we do. do. In, so in this term- is mm-hmm. go ahead, sorry. In terms of relevance to magic powers, I think there's only two possibilities with her being royalty. One is it's their genetic line lineage. Um, and so yeah. given that Moon and Star can turn into the, the butterfly, clearly they're, the whatever lineage they're on has that. Or number two, um, it's just something you get when you're king, when you're like a queen or a princess. So I, I don't I don't see how it could it could be like an exiled uh, monarch, how, how that could have anything to do with anything. I, think I don't could- think it's an exiled monarch. It's just like way back in season one, Muberty was one of my favorite episodes. And this idea that like when you hit puberty and you're a human, you get wings and you have this butterfly power. I was like, oh, so this is just like this is just like a cool alien thing. But then like because we only ever saw Moon do it outside of Star, I was like, oh, so was it like a royal? human thing but now i'm inclined to think maybe any human on muni could just go through muberty and get a butterfly power so i'm just like i'm just wondering why they haven't shown that for anyone else i think it seems really powerful you know i i think it's it has to be like these forms are somehow related to this weird magic realm we saw this finale and other other important episodes And I think what we've yeah. shown is that Glosseric shows them to people, show, has been sh- kind of teaching whoever is the queen about this realm. So maybe it could be linked to that being somehow, because the wand is linked to that magic realm, and having the wand, mm-hmm. you, you're the queen or whatever. So maybe it has you have to have a connection to that realm, and once you do, you can make that form happen. So maybe all Star needs, maybe Star has lost this form, and no one else has it in the, in the realm right now besides Moon. But if she were to touch the wand or somehow reach that realm again she would reconnect with it again maybe that's all you need I you just need to connect yeah. to that realm that would make sense because like queen went there and she seemed like you know like we, we were saying before this the finale it was like oh like half her soul's gone but then she went there and her yeah. eye went back to normal and she seemed fine so yeah that actually makes a lot of sense like even if she has lost her powers she just needs to get back to the realm of magic and just absorb it back potentially yeah Yep, sure. yeah, like po- po- possible. I don't. I, I, <laughs> I have nothing concrete to say about the realm of magic. It doesn't make Dylan, any sense. We we need to. I have a theory, Dylan. We're just going to mention it. There's nothing else to say really about it. I, I mean, that's that's kind of what the show like. I I, I, I I haven't talked about this in a while now that I realize. But I, one of my recurring uh, things I say about stars that is the most vague mythology. Yeah, and I still think that's very true. Like yep. uh, none of this really is as rules, so I, I, I don't like what's magic in Muni based on. We don't really know, but that's, I'm fine with that because we got some good character stuff this time. Like that's fine with yeah. me. Well, that, that's why I want the show to focus more on that because it's the thing that's actually firm good. and uh, good. Yeah. So, but then it's like I like the realm of magic. It just has nothing behind it. 
Yeah. It's, it's just very flimsy. Um, but yeah, well, so Star losing her powers. Um, the big question is, will she be able to access her butterfly form? I feel like she doesn't have the wand anyway, but um, probably I'm, I'm definitely on the side of she has lost her magic, although I have no- nothing to support that because it was very vague. Uh, I, I think it's an interesting way to take her being queen and losing her magic in the opening of season four. A lot, it's a lot to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll... I mean, I, I kind of feel better about it now that we've talked it out with Annie. Like, oh, well, she can just go back to the realm of magic. I guess, like, we don't have to worry about it. I mean, how, how is she supposed to uh, access it, though? Because she's well, they, they found form. all those portals. Yeah. And they right. left okay, those very convenient yeah. hand marks on the top of whatever that mm. thing was they couldn't get into. All they need to do is find one of the portals again, jump back in. They should be fine. Yeah, that was, that think, was probably the purpose of the portals. Yeah, yeah, and that was that was probably a really that was that was definitely supposed to be a hook for season four. And I'm exactly, really yeah. And like, I'm have, so- have any of you read The Magician's Nephew? Yeah, I love The Magician's Nephew. That, that's what this sort of reminded books. me of completely. Yeah, that's what this reminded me of totally. like it was. This is like Pools. some intermediary world that you can jump to other dimensions from. Hmm. I totally see that. Yeah. Yeah, that's also in the magicians. I assume that's a separate thing for you, done with. There's also an intermediary <laughs> portal. The, the magicians' yeah. nephew Dylan is the prequel to the line, "The Witch in the Wardrobe." Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, the magicians is based off of Narnia, so yeah. Oh, it um, is. Makes, yeah. Maybe it, it is. is. Oh, I don't know anything about that show. I didn't even know that. Huh. Yeah. 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 Book and show. Yeah. Um. And uh. So we're expecting Star's powers not to be there, but whatever. Then uh, we'll see. That was an interesting <laughs> thing. <to laughs> in there. But whatever, we'll see. Another hot take. Let's let's talk about uh, Starco. Because okay. Michelle, we've converted, we finally converted Michelle to be no, a Starco no, shipper no, after this finale. No, no, that convincing someone to ship it is not the same as like seeing it being there and being okay with it. Those are different things. I just heard, I heard you just say I ship it. That was the same thing to me. <laughs> <laughs> you've got some kind of weird shipper, shipper like years on the oh, yeah, definitely that's definitely true oh absolutely <laughs> uh but what what did you uh as as a not starco shipper michelle what did you appreciate about the two Mar- star and marco's interactions in the finale um i just i thought it was a lot stronger like marco's moment was like hey you know like we're best friends you you don't have to act strong in front of me and she like yeah. lets her guard down and hugs him he's like i'm really freaking scared he's like yeah me too i liked that it felt like a really genuine moment and it reminded me more about like their early relationship after like before things got awkward with feelings and nonsense you know so i thought that was really great and honestly i love that they didn't just like kick tom to the curb like he and marco actually like made a pretty good tag team and i appreciated that a lot because you know they are tom and star are still together at this point so <laughs> I'm don't, glad that like don't remind me. like talking and, and Tom did apologize in his own way for like being awful to Marco before, which really needed to be said. And I'm yeah. glad it was. So it just all around in terms of like character stuff, I felt really happy about like the three of those people. Like it was just good. It was solid stuff. It's stuff I've been wanting to see for, for a while that we hadn't. And it just it was really, really nice. Okay, yeah, we'll talk about Tom in a second. Andy, um, we saw Starco hug and staring at each other while Marco was Princess Marco. <laughs> that was amazing. That but was- I think you're, you're skipping over the most important thing here, Dylan, in that that cat in in her bedroom was totally a Starco shipper. Yeah, I don't you know what you're talking. I don't know what you're talking about. You said this before. I don't know what you're talking. About. <laughs> there's no like. like there's- 
there's a cat in the background when they're hugging, and it's like smiling so big as they hug. It's like the best thing ever. <laughs> it's okay. the best thing ever. Are you are you pro Starco with Marco's Princess Marco? Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. That's like the oh, best. Thing. I'm, I, I would like that more than normal Marco for sure too. Just in general, like it more than normal Marco or during Starco? During Starco. <laughs> okay. Princess Marco and Star like sounds a lot cooler to me. Yeah, it was great. That was a great moment at the end with the two of them, and also uh, them fighting. I that I said in the recap. I never, I never knew I needed a Starco fight. It was great. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, and then, uh, but yeah, bringing Tom into the mix here, Michelle. You like how um, you like how the show handled the relationship drama, maybe more than it has in the past. It was very Absolutely. healthy. Absolutely, because it wasn't like a feud. It, like I, I thought it was hilarious that Tom kind of didn't take marco seriously we first was like oh i, I kissed star like sorry man he's like oh it was a joke he's, no it wasn't a joke he's like oh well it's too late now yeah <laughs> but and, and like he promised star that he'd look it after marco after marco lost his soul and he's like you know tom's not perfect um but no. he he did his best <laughs> for Tom. you can't hold that against him so i mean he even like wanted to take star into the underworld and it's, I, it makes so much sense that she did not do that because it's her, it's her kingdom, and she's the one in charge. But like he, he was doing everything he could to like help her, and that included getting along with Marco and working with him. And I feel like the, Tom has come a long way, just as Marco has. Um, and it was great to see that culminate in the finale. So I, I really, I'm really happy with it. I'm really happy with Tom. Yes, Andy. I- I really, I, I, I just remember something that we, we kind of skipped over when we started talking about Starco is that the other thing about Starco in this, in this finale, in these episodes, is this is the point where we, we stray from the moon, the undaunted parallels. This is the moment mm-hmm. when, when Star and Marco start talking in a room that we see this is what Star has that Moon didn't when she made the choice to make a deal with Eclipsa. Moon went to, moon went to talk to Eclipsa and Star went to talk to Marco. And it's, really yeah. interesting seeing how they strayed once that happens because star found strength in that and moon instead made this weird deal that led us to where we are now and i think that's just really interesting paralleling i really like that a lot nice yeah i mean in moon the Andante, she does have river who's supportive but, of her but not to the same extent yeah no because yeah. they aren't they didn't really talk too much before then like clearly river is supposed to they're supposed to play similar roles but star is so much closer to marco than moon was to river at that time and Marco's so much more, well, I mean, not to hate on River, but I feel like Marco, Marco, like, proved that, like, he's pretty on par with Star to the extent that they needed him to do the heavy lifting in terms of Meteora. Whereas I don't think River can, really, like, he tried to, to interfere and he just got his soul sucked out, like, within seconds, probably. So I think their relationship is different than Moon and River's also. In a good yeah. way, in a stronger way, and in, I, in I appreciate that. In a way in which Marco too. doesn't suck like River sucks, yeah. Wow. Exactly. <laughs> well, River was I, very I, useless. Like, and sucks, sucks, but like he wasn't really in this at all. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. much of a contender. So we like how Tom was used. What's go? What are, what are we doing going forward with Starco plus Tom, Michelle? What's the? Uh, there's Tom. Tom and Star are still dating. How long is that going to last? I mean, the show's really been, you know, taking its sweet, sweet time. So it could be another season. It could be season five before they actually, like, are an item for real. Because uh, they Star, didn't. Star Marco. Yeah. Yeah. So I I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure something's going to happen. But how soon, I think, is totally up for questioning. 
I have no indication that it's going to happen anytime soon based on the finale. And I'm super fine with that because I feel like they're all in a decent enough place that I'm not stressed out about anybody. And that's a nice feeling. Uh, Andy, um, how anxious are you going to be for, for Stargo to start dating <laughs> after the finale? I am going to be very anxious, Dylan. But As, I as normal. As normal, but I don't think it's going to happen right away. I think mm-hmm. we've started seen the new we've seen the new rhythm here at the show. I think the first few episodes of season four, like maybe the first three or four episodes, are going to be plot heavy, like Battle for Muni and this finale. And then after that, we can expect some deep dive into maybe Tom Star. But until then, I, until we get past those first few plot episodes, I don't think we're going to get anything like that. Yeah, I mean, I think we could have. Um... Tom and Star drama right away because we have this new dynamic with Star being queen. How's Tom yeah. going to react to that? And that could be a whole thing. But I don't know if we're going to have time to to sit on that until we get past whatever. Right. right. It, dep- it depends if Globgor is an immediate thing that's yeah. happening. Are we no. like, is Star like, we got to go after Eclipso? Or is it like, okay, well, this is the new normal. Let's just settle in for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And I think I might be happy if we did like just didn't do a bunch of plot at the beginning. Like we just settled into Star being queen. I'd be really happy with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's still got to like rebuild the castle and everything. So she, mm-hmm. it's not like she doesn't have stuff to do outside of Eclipse of Drama. Yeah, D- Disney will still bill it as a movie, though. Yep. Uh, yep, no eight episodes what. of Star uh, being Queen and no action. Check no it action. out in the summer. Yeah. Um, oh, we'll does see. this? Oh, does this mean we get a, a title for Star as Queen? Because I need that. Oh, uh, Star the Blank. Ooh. Yeah, we need that. Star the Blank. Oh my god! Yeah, what would you wait? What, is it in her? Is it in her name song? Would that be what it's in? Um, does she have a title in there? I don't think. I don't so. think she did. I think she it was. She was just like a sh- shining star or whatever. Like it was just like some like yeah. princess title. Like star she needs the shining like- could be that star the. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else it would be. It it just what? has to be some like really. It's probably a word we wouldn't think of because it would probably be something more serious to match star. But mm-hmm. I can't think of any serious words to go with star. Yeah, we'll see. That's because okay, we'll her see. arc isn't over. We still got six more seasons of the show. And then once it ends, she'll finally have a title. The problem yeah. is Undaunted really fits star really well, too. Mm, yeah. I, I could see this being the season four premiere name, Star the Blank. Or I could see it being like the series finale name. So I don't yeah. know which we're going to do. Oh, yeah, it's true. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. Um... Uh, where's Moon? That's my oh, next question. Knows. Okay, this gets into my biggest beef with this this thing. I okay. really enjoyed the finale, but and it always like comes back to that freaking realm of magic nonsense. But like, so Star failed. She had all these like reminders didn't work. She was gonna stay there forever. Unicorn pops out of nowhere and is like, oh. You shouldn't be here. Uh, you shouldn't be here either. Goodbye. The uniform does the whole thing. Marco and Tom and Kelly and all of them have been like fighting off like the foreseeable threat to their kingdom. Star failed. Unicorn ex machia appears and just sends them back. Like Star doesn't like, you know, through her own strength, like come out of this like spell of the magic world. Unicorn just like poofs her away. That's so, that, that's so, I it just makes me so mad, you know, nothing, like, what was the point of Star even trying to, you know, be prepared if the unicorn was going to come along? I just hate that. It seems too easy. Yeah. 
Um, so you don't like that it started, it didn't end up doing anything. No, also, yeah, the, re- no. the realm of magic stuff also ends up being pointless. Um, we're at the same <laughs> place where we start Gunian. Um, yeah. And uh, I will say, the Star did create that unicorn at the very least. Um, yeah. least she made it, but I don't know if that counts. I, uh, it's still Deus Ex Unicorn. Like, yes, that's still, still what it is. Yeah, okay, that was one of your two things, Michelle. What was the oh, other yeah. thing? Oh, yeah, that one, the one, I don't remember anymore. Okay. I'll have to watch it again. But that was the big one. That was the did, super big one. Did you like the realm of magic stuff overall? No, I liked it more. Like I liked seeing her and Moon just like be excited about everything and jump through all the portals together and run around. Like I actually thought that was really cute. And their dynamic is so fraught with Moon wanting Star to act a certain way and Star like trying to do her own thing that seeing them completely out of that dynamic was really enjoyable. So I like it more than the last time we were there. Yeah. Um. No, Deep Dive was great, but this is also great. Um, Andy, Andy, what did you... Uh, where's Moon? <laughs> where's... Moon can be... Dylan, there are literally infinite dimensions, I feel Where like. I have no idea. Oh, so you don't know. You're not... Uh, I, we have no idea. We have no indication of where she could be. It's super mystery. Is that the star D&D, the quest to find Moon? Is that what that is? Dude, we, could do, we could do that next time, Dylan. <laughs> That's uh, is are we gonna spend? Se- wh- when's Moon coming back? Are we spending season four looking for? Or is she just gonna Maybe be back soon? I Maybe think it's a subplot. Like either Star's gonna stay and like work on fixing the kingdom, or she's gonna go quest for her mom. I think those are two equal options. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll see where where Moon is. Um, haven't talked a lot about Meteora, Michelle. Do you like Meteora in the finale as our villain? Uh. No, she just becomes kind of a plot thing, and then she goes away and becomes a baby, so she's not going to be doing anything for the next, like, 20 years, so... Yeah, I mean, she just kind of became, like, a big monster, and her mom totally just, like, turned on her, which is really... That was heartbreaking to me, like, I was so surprised that Eclipse, based on, like, everything, the the human, like kingdom was done to her that she would just like do this to her kid like that's why also like she surely she must be on star side to be able to do all that so i mean meteor like i i feel like she had a lot of potential but i feel like the show has definitely kind of closed the book on her for the foreseeable future by babyifying her so i think it's a little unfortunate there wasn't more going on there Mm. Or that she could have become, because we were thinking, like, remember, like, oh, like, maybe she'll be, you know, the thesis, like, she'll be the thing that will bring the monster and humans together because she's, like, both. But it seems like they they decided they didn't want to do that. And I think that's kind of a shame. So I think we're, like, done with her. And I'm a little bummed out because she just turned into a monster. And that was kind of it for her story, it seems. Yeah. I mean, she's not important. Um, we still, we, <laughs> really? we're not necessarily dropping the the human monster thing. Uh, she was just she was just season three B. That was what she was. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a little sad. Which is too bad, considering she was really interesting in like uh, schools yeah. and stuff. Her background, like I really liked yeah. watching that. Stuff. Yeah, I thought she was engaging in the finale here. I don't. I think she ultimately wasn't going to serve a larger purpose. I'm. I don't mind what we did with her. That's not in my top five um, frustrations with the finale. I think that yeah. she was. Uh, She's pretty engaging here. I had no long-term visions for the character. I mean, I do think the big the big uh, frustration is that um, we just did nothing with human monster conflict in the finale, and that does relate to Meteora, and that that could have been a good impetus for that, exactly. but we just, yeah. we just didn't do that. Yeah. 
I don't know. Um, and in terms of the Eclipse thing, uh, but what if she was not really attacking her or trying to kill her? What if she knew she was going to turn her into a baby all along and that's what she wanted? The thing, okay, the thing, the only thing that would make sense with that is if for the want to give someone power, they had to give it over willingly. But we've had no indication that that's the case. Like, that's the one thing. Like, if she was planning, if Eclipse was playing this whole thing so that Star would trust her enough to, like, willingly give her the wand, and that's what she needed to to go save her boo, that'd be one thing. But, like, Star gave the wand to Marco. I mean, people have taken the wand. And she took the wand from Star without asking before mm-hmm. to defeat her daughter. And it worked fine. The 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 wand, like, turned into the umbrella and worked for her. And it was okay. So she, I don't think she needed, like... An, a recognition from Star. So you're saying, why didn't she just take Star's wand earlier? If this if was, she was um, evil, yeah. yeah, I feel like she would have. So I feel like that just adds credence to she's not, she didn't have this super plan. She's just doing her, her I, thing. I think the issue is that Meteor threw her plans completely out of whack, and that her plans pre Meteor might have been completely different. And so okay. we still have no idea what her end goal is here because I think she was playing the long con for a while there at the beginning of the season because. There's no, there was nothing pressing her to move forward with anything. Like she was, she was, if her plan is malicious, she was successfully tearing the butterfly family apart just by existing, essentially by slowly just sitting there and waiting for them to have the trial and stuff like that. But once Meteora showed up, she became much more active. Her role just flipped completely. So I think she had a plan before. We never really knew what her goal was. We still don't know what her goal was, but it changed. Yeah. <laughs> just, it, it changed into a new thing. We didn't know. And that's all we know. We know her goal changed. Was. Yeah. I mean, I think that's totally possible. And there's still like a lot of like relatively shady stuff that also doesn't go explained unless that's yeah. just like how her personality is. Um, but yeah, it is kind of a question mark thing, but I don't think she's done anything outright that we can point to be like, oh, she for sure. Like yeah. new. Yeah. Also, yeah. speaking of Eclipse using the wand, did anyone get like really strong Dumbledore vibes when she was like <laughs> Eclipse is Dumbledore? Wow! No, um, I, it, it really reminded old. me. It, yeah. it reminded me a lot of the magic fight between Dumbledore and Voldemort at the Ministry of Magic in Movie mm-hmm. Five. Like she just seemed to be using it so much more fluidly than other people mm-hmm. we've seen. She just like created stuff really easily like she used spells and they didn't really do what she said if that makes sense like she would say a spell and then she would do something completely different with it than i was expecting like with the velvet you know i think it's also like an adult steps in now and it's like okay this is completely different someone who actually knows what they're doing has arrived on the scene it even seemed more smooth though than moon's magic because moon just always shot like laser blasts essentially i think moon is the um the serious in this equation but yeah yes. um sure, it's, sure. <laughs> yeah it's a good it's a good comparison but yeah i have no idea uh, shrug to all of this talk of the the motivation we don't know um yeah. last thing i want to talk about is tad as I said I before oh my god why why, why do you want to talk about tad i why did this have to happen now did this happen? <laughs> i know they took a moment out of the battle to address Kelly like, and Dad's relationship of all the priorities. See, I yeah, was Kelly. Like, like, that's the part that <laughs> That's the part that killed me because I was okay with Kelly being like, "Yeah, I'm strong and independent." But yeah. when we had to keep turning to to, to Tad on the ground, just yeah. saying that over and over, I'm like, Kelly. Yeah, I wanted to punch him. In, I wanted to punch oh, him at, at, at the last time. 
not because I cared about the relationship, but because I'm like, you're literally taking time out of this episode to do this. Please stop. Yes. Okay. Yes. Strong, strong agree. I love Tad. <laughs> I love Tad. <laughs> Somehow that makes perfect sense, Dylan. Oh, wow. Shots fired, please. <laughs> like, I love Kelly in the scene, to be fair. Kelly was great. Yeah, it's just it just makes no sense that they put it there. But yeah. it's, I, I, don't I also want to say that I love that she didn't really care at all that her hair was gone, which is like completely different than all types of other, like, um, what are the, what am I looking for? The word the um representations of women in media. Like every other woman that I've seen, like, would be like, oh no, my hair is gone. But she just didn't even care. She didn't care. I, at all. I would be concerned about my my Tardis hair being yeah. zapped away. Like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, but she why? doesn't care at all. She's just like, yep. It's mad about Tad. Does Kelly utilize her TARDIS hair? We're talking about this. I is it just all Tad? Like, does she store things it, in there? I think she's used it before, but not in this finale. Yeah, not recently. I think that's a, a solid storage space there. That's a good. Like, it's hammer <laughs> space. Like she should be using this so much. Like maybe yeah. that's where she's getting all her swords. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not in her pockets. Gotta be the hair. Okay, um, Michelle. Any last thoughts or other things from the finale? I liked it way more than I thought, and that makes me really happy because I think I I was sometimes very confused about things, just like why we were focusing on certain things and where plot things were going because we have so many plot things that still could use some you know time on. But this finale, like in hindsight of all that, I think was like pretty strong, honestly, compared to the season overall. So I just feel like honestly pretty good about it. Like outside of the unicorn ex machia, I think it was like pretty solid. And I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm legitimately excited for season four. Yeah, Andy. I mean, I'm just excited because we're moving forward with relationship stuff. Starco is on the horizon. Uh, okay. We got we got blushing this episode, Dylan. That oh, like yeah. said it's 100 percent confirmed. Like it was already 100 percent confirmed. But I mean, it was Dylan. But that that blush was great. That blush was like Star Marco. You know how this ends now. Just stop. Like stop pretending oh, like there's still blush. a relationship going on with Tom. Like <laughs> Star. Is your beard? Is what you're saying? Yeah, she is. That's all he is. Like he didn't even like acknowledge Star was his girlfriend really at any point in this. Like the only There's time time he... for that. And he'd be like, I like at the very least, I'm glad Tom didn't get mad that Star was hugging Marco, who was essentially dead. Like I'm glad he didn't do that because that wasn't the time. Yep, rip Tom, rip Tom Star. It's done. It, it's dead. It's dead. It's, it's over. It, it's dead, Dylan. Like yeah. that. Like anytime two characters hug and blush. Any other thing happening is dead. It doesn't matter. Se- season four opens and they're already broken up off screen. Yeah, yeah it's good. <laughs> that would like, be incredible. And then, and then season four, all it is is just their relationship, Dylan. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's Starco season. Yeah, yeah, it's all it is. Yeah. There's no, there's no conflict. Globgor is still frozen. Nothing happens. Globgor's still frozen. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> there's no point. That was it. Okay. Yep. Uh, good, good stuff here. Um, I don't know if we made any progress on solving our mysteries from the finale, but we, we tried. The, the show did it either, Dylan. So what are we exactly. going to do? The show has just thrown us more questions and not answered a ton, honestly. So yep. that's okay. Yep. Uh, yeah. Let us know what you, uh, what you think of any of these uh, questions we've thrown out there. 
you have the answers, please please tell us. We, have <laughs> we, we are legitimately oh. curious if you have the answers. Yeah, tell us. Um, and uh, we'll continue to attempt to answer the questions kind of in the panel coming up. So make sure you're subscribed for that. Namaste our star podcast. Um, check out overlyanimated.com for our other podcasts coming up. We got a lot of stuff coming up this week. OKKO, OK potentially Craig of the Creek, uh, Final Space, all that overlyanimated.com. And uh, get in on the discussion at Discord, overlyanimated.com slash Discord. Support us via Patreon, patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thank you very much to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Hope, a.k.a. Katara. And thanks as always to our patron executive producers, John Ryan, Steve, Alex, Andy, and Hugh. Are you laughing at the Hope nickname? <laughs> yes, that's We've so seen- Oh my god! This is probably the fifteenth time we've said uh, yeah, that. Yeah, she's been around <laughs> <The> forever. <laughs> That's she... such a good nickname. Uh, Michelle clearly always pays attention to the people of the podcast. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah. she's probably laughed at this day before on a yeah, different podcast. No, this is the first time for me. That's what's so funny. Yeah, you two can get a uh, probably worse nickname, but we'll try. And uh, that's uh, what thank patron executive producers John Ryan, Steve, Alex, Andy, and Hugh. And um, yeah, check out our our stuff going up. So the panel, five, uh, three three finale podcasts. We're going, and then um, hopefully continuing the star discussion. Yes. In, into the into the off season, but we'll see. Um, so thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.